We thank you for joining us on South Florida Sunday, and we'd like to welcome our next guest, Jan Karens, who is with us from the Hanley Foundation. Jan, welcome to South Florida Sunday. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be here. Well, it is great to have you with us. Tell our listeners a little background into the Hanley Foundation, how it got started, what was the inspiration, and tell us about your mission. Wow, that's so exciting. You know, it's uh, it's been nearly 40 years when a, a beautiful, strong woman named Mary Jane Hanley found herself um, getting sober from an alcohol addiction. And her sobriety so changed her family's life that they decided to uh, get a, get involved and make a difference in Palm Beach County. So they raised the money to build what is now Hanley Center. At the time, it was Hanley Hazleton at St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know that name. And Hanley Foundation, what people don't know is Hanley Foundation was the sister company to Hanley Center for all of those years. There were two organizations. And so in 2014, the center was purchased by a for-profit, and the foundation became a standalone organization. At that point, we had about $600,000 in grants and six employees. And today we have nearly 100 employees and nearly um, $10 million in grants. Wow. So we are, what I like to say is we are green and growing. <laughs> because, you know, you're either green and growing or you're ripe and rotten. There is no standing still in this world, Ron. There's none. <laughs> well, now, there are there are no shortage of approaches to uh, dealing with addiction. So tell us about the Hanley Foundation's approach. Well, really, at Hanley Foundation, you know, we're a nonprofit, and we envision a world free of addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, really leading the way is the largest provider of educational programs that prevent underage drinking in the state of Florida. So what we know is that it's much easier to prevent addiction than it is to treat addiction. We know that 90% of people with a substance use disorder had their first experience with drugs or alcohol before the age of 18. Mm-hmm. 90%, Ron, 90. That's huge. So what really our, the major focus of our work is to postpone first use of alcohol. So, and how do you do that? Are you reaching out to our young people in schools? Um how do, you, how do you get that message out to young people? Well, that's exactly right. We use what's called a model program. So we use a program called Alcohol Literacy Challenge that has been proven to be effective. So we know when we're spending grant dollars, which is really my and your, your tax dollars, right, when we're spending those, those grant dollars, we know we're providing a program that has solid outcomes. So, yes, we are actually in 28 counties around the state of Florida providing substance use prevention programs, the Alcohol Literacy Challenge program, uh, in 28 counties. And again, that whole concept. So if there are parents listening this morning, let me, let me, let me give a message about that. Um, talk to your kids, right? Because we know that when it comes to decisions about how the kids are going to wear their hair and what trendy clothes they're going to wear, they are going to listen to their peers. But when it comes to decisions about whether they're going to go to college or whether they're going to use drugs and alcohol, the number one influencer are their parents. Mm -hmm. So 
So, folks, it's not an easy conversation, but it's a required conversation. We have to talk to our kids. We have to talk early, often, and age appropriately with our children. And with the uh, COVID uh, um, pandemic that we've been experiencing, I'm sure that has uh, altered the way you operate. Tell us uh, what you've had to do to uh, work around this pandemic. Wow, absolutely. I will say that um, we did a few things. The very first day that we recognized what was happening, before the shutdown occurred, we jumped together as a team and we created The Hub, an online resource, because we recognized that people who are in recovery or who are especially in early recovery from substance use disorders truly rely on the community support to keep them sober. And we recognized that those community supports were about to be shut down. So we quickly got together in a week, we created the hub, which was a truly magnificent online resource and still is for people to be able to to make a phone call, to find online meetings, to connect with other people that are in recovery because that support system is so, so critical. On the prevention side of the house, our team jumped in and in a week, we were rolling out our programs all via the different platforms across the state of Florida that the various schools use. And so, uh, and most of those were probably Zoom, but there were a few other platforms that some of the school districts used. But we were ready to roll because, again, we recognized high stress, a change in schedule, kids were going to be home. And, you know, really, come on, Ron. 12-year-olds don't have fake IDs. They don't go to the liquor store with a fake ID. Mm -hmm. Where do they get their alcohol? They get it from your house, your sister's house, your mother's house, their friend's house. So, So we wanted to make sure we get the message out there about kids and where they get the alcohol from. So we do parenting programs, and we provide a lot of support for parents because we want to help you have those hard conversations with your kids. Well, we've talked about alcohol. Have you noticed an increase in uh, addiction to and use of drugs uh, since the pandemic began? Well, certainly the number that we looked at, we look at is the overdose rate. And Mm -hmm. tragically, um, what we thought was going to happen has happened. And the overdose rates have been on the rise, which is truly heartbreaking. You know, we know that a lot of that um, overdose First of all, those are not suicides. Those are overdose, accidental death by overdose. Those are accidental deaths from fentanyl. Mm-hmm. You know, people um, who are selling uh, street drugs are unscrupulous. They're all about the dollar, and they don't really care if they've got the right mixture or the wrong mixture when they start adding fentanyl to, to cut heroin. And we have seen way too many people accidentally overdose and die as a result of that. It's just tragic, tragic. Yes, it really is. And and uh, I, I, I've never heard of any substance in my life that's more dangerous than fentanyl, something that can be absorbed in the skin and such a small amount can have disastrous results. And it's, it's a very scary uh, situation, as you say, because if you're buying drugs off the street, it doesn't matter what they tell you it is. It never is what they say it is. You know, that's true. And, you know, we've seen one of the the most dangerous times, if you will, is a person, let's say a person's been through treatment and they've been in recovery, they've been sober, maybe a month, maybe six months, 
and they relapse. And so they, you know, they go to the street to buy the drug for their for their relapse. And they're used to pre pre recovery. Maybe they were, you know, they were used to a certain dosage that they would take of their street drugs, right? They're resistant. And now they've been they've been used to a certain dose, a certain amount that they've used, right? But when before they went into treatment, they were using a, a certain amount to get them the high that they wanted. Mm-hmm. Now they've gone through treatment. Their body's been completely detoxed from the drug. And they and they relapse and they go buy street drugs, and they're using at the same level that they were pre-recovery. Mm-hmm. And at that point, the amount is way too much, and the overdose kills them. And it's really sad that we see people overdosing and dying from one relapse mm-hmm. after they've been in recovery from one relapse. It's just tragic. Well, we are certainly fortunate to have you and the Hanley Foundation here in our area and, as you say, at different locations around to, uh, to support our young people and help steer them away from that lifestyle. And I'm wondering where folks can go if they're listening to our conversation and they'd like to know more about what's going on there at Hanley Foundation. Well, certainly we have a website, uh, hanleyfoundation.org. We are on Facebook and Instagram, and you can find us under Hanley Foundation. And we put out a, a lot of information, a lot of really great resources through our website and our social media platforms. And listen, you got you can call our office. You can reach out to, to talk to someone. You know, if you have a loved one that needs help, mm-hmm. one of the things that we do is we really work hard to raise money in the community to provide scholarships to quality treatment centers for people that need help, for people that need treatment. You know, it's one of the, the real core, core of one of the core pieces of our mission is to find ways to help people who want treatment to get treatment. And we know that that's not always easy. Mm-hmm. So people can call us or go on to our, our website or social media to reach out about that. You know, we, we want to be the go-to resource, and we really are here in the community for people who, who need help. You know, if a parent's worried about their child, they can call us. If a child's worried about their parent, you know, they can call us. If you need help in any way, or let's just say that, that you have kids that are in school and you don't think your kids are getting these prevention programs, you can call here and we can work with you to make sure that these programs are in your child's school and that they're really getting the messages. You know, it's just so important, again, Prevention. The truth is, if if you know that if um, you know if you if you have a 16 year old who's driving, you can't wait till they reach the age of 25 if they're a, a male or 21 if they're a female, because their car insurance rates are going to go down. Mm-hmm. And that's because the frontal lobe is getting more developed around the age of 21 to 28, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's also the the same time frame that if we can postpone that first use of alcohol or any kind of addictive substances, we can reduce, significantly reduce the likelihood that that person will have a substance use disorder. So I think that's the most important thing for parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles to know. You know, I like to say um, teenagers, right? Uh, If you think about recognition, I say recognition, grown men die for it. Babies cry for it. Teenagers will do whatever they have to do to get it, mm-hmm. be, it be it negative or be it positive, right? 
So we want to make sure that we're giving positive reinforcement to our teens, even in those years where we struggle with them, because they're struggling with us. They're trying to grow up and become independent. And, you know, our, our, we, we sometimes clash around those, those goals. But making sure we're having the conversations about expectations, about not using drugs and alcohol, are critical. And, you know, we're here to support that. I mean, I love nothing more than to, to talk to parents about their kids and provide support and, and help to have those conversations. So I'm available. You can call me. A few minutes ago, you mentioned the golden word in nonprofit world, in the nonprofit world, and the 501c3s and the charitable organizations. And that word, of course, fundraising. And uh, of course, you have many events over the year. Uh, tell our listeners some of the events that you have coming up throughout the year, so they can keep an eye out for them and participate in them and show their support for the great work that you're doing. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, one of the things we love and we believe at Hanley Foundation is that family time is time well spent. So one of our events that will be coming up in March is our family picnic. And that's really an opportunity for the parents to bring their kids out. And we have activities for the kids and the families, again, because we know that supporting families is the most important thing we can do to reduce the likelihood of substance use disorders. So that's coming up. On on March 31st, we're having our Palm Beach dinner, which would have been uh, in January, would have been next week. But due to the uptick in COVID, we have postponed that until March 31st. And, you know, one of the things that we do at that event is really raise money towards our scholarship fund, which is critically important to us. And in April, the Monday after the Masters, we have our golf tournament, which is a hoot. Uh, people really uh, love to attend our golf tournament, and it's it's so much fun, and it's a very enjoyable day. And, again, we are raising money there to help with our scholarship fund. There are hundreds of people that need help with treatment who can't afford it, Mm -hmm. and that's why we're so committed to raising money to help people get quality treatment who wouldn't otherwise be able to afford it. So it's a real passion for us, and, and we're excited about our events. And you can go to our website and check them out and sign up for them and uh, come join us because we do have a good time at our event. And that website is HanleyFoundation.org? That is correct, HanleyFoundation.org. Well, we want to encourage everyone listening uh, to our conversation to support all the great work being done at Hanley any way that you can. Of course, if you can't attend the events, I'm sure you're always happy to just accept donations. Uh, and um, we also want to thank you for all the and your team for all the great work that you're doing here to make our community a safer place and to advocate and take care of our young children and get them, as you said, Prevention is key. So thank you so much for being with us and and sharing what's going on there and the great work that you're doing. And again, we want to urge everyone, if perhaps uh, they have a friend, as you said, or a loved one, or maybe someone listening has wrestling with uh, substances, to reach out to HanleyFoundation.org, find out more, and see maybe if that wouldn't be a, a good fit for you. So thank you so much for being with us today on South Florida Sunday. Ron, it's my pleasure. Thank you for all you're doing to help get the word out. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. 
Peloton, motivation that moves you. With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you can get top brand laundry sets with the latest tech to tackle any mess you might face this holiday, like automatic fabric and load size detection for spills of any size, from cookies and milk on your favorite holiday sweater, to the toddler of the house discovering just how fun cranberry sauce can be. Make more magic this holiday season. Let your new appliances handle the mess. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select LG laundry sets at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.